Hello, and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we check out a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix's 132nd film. It's the 2019 science fiction film EO. It's directed by Jonathan Helpert, starring Margaret Qualley, Anthony Mackie, and Danny Houston. I'm Jesse, and thank you for joining me. I did have a bit of a giggle to myself, and without knowing what's going on or no context, you're probably like, what on earth is going on? So um, in the film, they actually say IO, um, but I did, when I did the, the summary in the previous episode about what we're covering this week, uh, I looked up the, and I guess the, the context of this is that IO or EO is the fifth of Jupiter's um, satellites and the third largest, so it's it's a moon. And um, you can pronounce it either way, so if I slip up or call it the other way, um, I do apologize, but that was why I had a bit of a giggle because EO or IO are fine um, either way. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we should uh, jump into our fast flicks where do a quick little summary of this Netflix original film. So IO for me, it's where Earth has become almost uninhabitable and the last standing humans must decide if they stay or take refuge on a space station. <sighs> oh, tantalizing. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get into this one. I do do like a good sci-fi. Um, so it, it'll be good to see uh, what I think about this one as we go along. I guess just uh, briefly some things I could find out about the, the development of, of this one was it actually filmed in uh, 2016, so in October of, of 2016, and, and didn't get a release until 2019. So it was supported by Sundance. Um, it did have a few different cast members on on board prior. Uh, Ali Fanning and Diego Luna were both previously cast but dropped out, and that's how we ended up with uh, Margaret Qualley and Anthony Mackie in these roles. Translations for this one. Uh, this one's got a few interesting things, and especially, I guess, um, even on the English version of Netflix, the title comes up as... IO, but it does have like um, this like little um, sub or subtitle, I guess, where it says the um, last on earth as well as IO and, and in a couple of other countries. So in Italy and Romania, it's also got alone on earth. In Brazil, it's the last on earth. Japan, it's the last girl on earth. So um, I guess I guess if you don't know those, those subtitles, it doesn't give any context to what IO is about. And uh, realistically, Spoiler alert, we get a good time to pause if you don't want to hear uh, anything about this film any further because Io is this planet that, um, oh sorry, this this moon that um, there's a space station that humanity are trying to head towards because Earth is no longer, you can't live there anymore. So so that's what the um, why I guess this film has been titled this. Um, it, so it was filmed in, in a variety of locations, um, France, Bulgaria, California, and America. So nice little, um, nice little, well, there are some really nice locations in this one too. It was released in on the 18th of January, 2019 on Netflix worldwide. And it was nominated for an award at the Motion Picture Sound Editors Award in 2020. And this was for the Golden Reel Award for Outstanding Achievement in Sound Editing, Sound Effects, Foley, Music, Dialogue, and ADR for a non-theatrical feature. So um, didn't win, but it was nominated for one award, which isn't too bad, I guess. Um, the consensus for this one, Rotten Tomatoes, this has it very, very, very low. It's, it's at 31%. Um, it's rotten uh, on 26 reviews. The audience, there are no audience reviews. So so no no audience members have bothered to, to jump onto Rotten Tomatoes to give this one a rating. IMDb, 31,600 people have decided to jump on and give it a rating. And that sits at a measly 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb from the audience there. And Letterboxd as well. 
even lower on a 2.1 out of 5, and that's on uh, nearly 11,000 ratings. So the consensus for this one is not very positive, and that will lead me into my early thoughts for this one. And and I think I, I've mentioned this, this is the type of film that I look forward to. I mean, sci-fi has some commentary about our current world, what we should do with it. Unfortunately, this one wasn't done very well. Um, all the ideas were there. It's just some really poor dialogue, and, and there was literally no chemistry between the stars, which made this a bit of a struggle. So we will talk now about the characters in this one. So very, very small cast in this one, and, and Sam is the main character. She is um, this young girl who lives up in the mountains where you can still breathe fresh air um, on Earth, where everywhere else is, is is deserted. She pops into town every now and then with gas masks so she can, um, you know, loot and get some some stuff, but she can grow fresh fruit and vegetables. She's she's living a good life. She's she's doing well um, in this, this area where oxygen can be breathed. Um, the issue was I couldn't connect with her. She was very, very wooden. Um, and, you know, the reason for her staying on Earth was that she wanted to prove that it could be lived on. And... You know, she does this through experiments with bees and she goes hunting for for live creatures in the sort of deserted town and she even does experiments on herself and, and this is all cool but she doesn't even explain what these experiments on herself are for. It's just like a throwaway, like you see, see her do it and then someone asks her about it and then it's just a throwaway comment. So frustrating that, you know, if you're going to have a character that is so... Um, so committed to wanting to be on earth you need some context behind that and i guess this is the the other connection and, and we, we do find out that her father she was there with her father and her mother they've both passed away so her, her one connection to the outside world is this guy called elon and we never actually get to see this guy we only hear him through voiceovers and this is through emails that he sends to sam so we hear his voice um and it's as if sam is reading these emails and and this elon guy seems completely in love with sam and all the work that she's doing and he just has all positive things to say about her and and it all just seems a little bit too convenient for me and that might lead into a little bit later on about some thoughts i have with with the ending of this film which is one of the hot topics i guess that uh, that we want to discuss about this film the last character is um, Micah or Mika. Um, he arrives in this hot air balloon. Um, you know, I, I was like, this name is so biblical. So I looked it up and, and, and his name is um, Who is Like God. So he's almost supposed to be this Zeus character because th this film is filled with Greek mythology throughout. And he's also meant to be a teacher. Um, you know, makes comments about, you know, I definitely teach modern myths to my students. I highly doubt it. I, I, I do have some, um, and I don't want to, you know, um, get you guys to stop listening right now, but I think I'll, I'll touch on this at the end about these two characters and my thoughts on, on them finally when we, we get to some further spoilers about the plot of this film. The director for this one was Jonathan Halpert, and he has seven directing credits. Five of these were shorts. There's obviously this film, and then one called The House of Time. And it's in French, so... I'm guessing that Io is his first English language film. Just a guess. I don't know this for sure. I can't work it out, but I'm thinking that this is his first English language film. Scenes. This is where we talk about some scenes, some ones that stood out and some ones that didn't necessarily, um, you know, make the cut of being our favorites. And for me, the one that really stood out for me was this hot air balloon rocks up. You've had this character, Sam, who's had, you know, no real um, human physical connection and, and this actual human rocks up. And you see the face of the dude on the on the hot air balloon, and it was the Falcon dude from Marvel. And I was just like, ah, that was cool. And then 
apart from that, that's all I've got. I, the, the rest are all things that I just sort of want to forget about this one. Um, and I guess, you know, one of the first scenes, you see Sam, she's all suited up. She's looking for these mosquitoes, like I mentioned before, and all this boring talk and this scientific jargon. And it's continued at various stages throughout the film that just didn't add anything to the context of the film. Um, because I don't think people are going to be fact-checking the science of this one realistically. There's too many other issues <laughs> to worry about that. Um, and then there's this scene where, um, you know, Sam's been communicating with this Elon dude and, and he tells her that he's no longer going to be on IO and he's going on this 10-year mission. So, you know, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be there for her in 10 years' time and, you know, she's been dumped and she decides to have the shower and um, this Mika dude, or Micah, is just, you know, sitting there and you could tell he's feeling awkward and she's trying to lead him on straight away. It's like she literally just got dumped and now she's like, okay, I need to focus and, and work out who I can chase. And this leads to her hitting on him and he says, no, I can't. And she says, we have to. So to me, this is almost sexual assault. And I did not like this scene at all. Um, and there's a few more other scenes where Micah is like yelling and ranting and raving, just some really poor acting that just didn't highlight um, the ability that, that we need in a film like this. And the last thing that really annoyed me, I guess, was when Mika or Micah <laughs> was talking about how his wife died. And the response from Sam, like he goes through this whole story about how he, she needed food. He ate the food, so she died. He almost killed her. And then Sam's response, just like, oh, you know, thanks for telling me. I'm just like, come on, this this is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Show some heart. Um, <laughs> that'll lead me into some ideas that this one's talking about. And, and the, the big thing in this is the human connection, I guess. And it leads in from that heart idea that humans are not meant to be isolated creatures. They We need connections. And um, this film, you know, it's in your face multiple times that... Um, and I want to, and I guess, uh, no, I'll save this to the end. I'll save this to the end. I, I don't want to get to the, the nitty gritty of the, the end of the film just yet. But um, yeah, it's in your face that global warming, humans are killing the earth um, with pollution. So hum humanity needs to be gone from earth, but humans need that interaction with each other. So they're in this tricky situation and they try to pump it down your throat with all this Greek mythology like Io and Zeus and having a mortal lover, this leader and the swan and the talk about the Trojan War. There's this book that Sam takes from the library on Greek mythology. There's Plato quotes. There's, um, you know, talking about one makes two and the pursuit of love and T.S. Eliot, all very, very wanky realistically because it doesn't really add much to the story because realistically this is about survival and, and what is the right thing to do um, with these decisions that you make because sometimes your decisions, they might be foolish. You need to adapt or there's that possibility that you may die. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll talk about this now because at the end, and we'll talk, we're going to talk in context about this. Realistically, there's this idea, or there's these two ideas that I could see about how to interpret this film. So the, the first is that Sam survives, and we have this final shot where she's on the beach and this little boy um, runs out. And so she has a son, and she wants um, Mika to come back. And that, but that leaves questions like, how does she give birth to a son of her own? Or, you know, just things like that. And then secondly, um, I guess. The other option is that when she takes that mask off, she dies. Um, and she did blow that flame out on that house as she left. So realistically, this could be another way that you could take the film as well. But, I mean, it, is the the reason, and if we're talking about Sam surviving, did she survive because she was pregnant and she'd had this human connection? Or does it lead into something else? And this is probably me going a little bit off track. And I'm probably taking this the wrong way, but um, bear with me. I, th I think that, you know, right from the start in this film, Sam has these flashbacks of these dreams on the beach and of wind and waves and being able to breathe and this is that final concluding scene that we see where that sun comes out and 
you know, she she also has these flashes of her dad talking to her and then him saying that he's dead. I think she was alone the whole time. And I also think that, I think that Elon wasn't real because he never actually acknowledged anything that she mentioned about or that she said in her emails to him about Micah bringing her to Ion or any of those things. So to me, and you go back to at the start when I said what um, Micah's name means, it's like of God. So he's more like a God who's guiding light for her to get her to safety. And then the child, I guess, at the end for me, it's almost like an immaculate conception. And so he wasn't real either. So to me, the only real person was um, was Sam. And none of these things really happened. She's, she was at the beach at the end. She did have a child, but she never actually met any of these people. I don't know if that makes sense, but that was what I, when I finished the film, I was like, this is what I was thinking. So um, it might not make sense. If you have any thoughts or anything that you want to argue about what I've said, please do hit us up on our social media pages. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Send us an email at flixforumpod at gmail.com. Happy to hear from you and take on what you think about this film as well. I just want to bring this up as well. I guess IMDb, we often use to check out actors or actresses that we may recognize from something before. And for me, um, I didn't actually look this up, but Margaret Qualley, who was Sam, um, I looked it up to confirm because she was actually in a episode that we did a long, long time ago um, in our first 50 episodes of Death Note. She was this character, Mia. So familiar face. We did cover this a while ago, but I did recognize her, which was very handy. Okay, time to wrap this up. So... On this show, we give the films a rating out of five and give it a flicks forum average. It's just me by myself, so all you're gonna get is my thoughts. So to me, like I mentioned, some real terrible writing um, and this led to some real stiff dialogue. <laughs> and when, when a film only has two real characters, you really need that relationship to work. So realistically, nothing happened in this film. Um, it has some okay things to think about, but you're probably better off watching something else. So I'm giving it a two out of five, which is, uh, on that low end of our ratings. Like I mentioned before, we have social media. Do pop a question up there to go in with our episode. And I just wanna know, what are your thoughts on Sam? Did she survive? What happened? Because I wanna know what your thoughts on what I thought as well. Um, we're back again next week. We're back again for another Netflix original film. This time we have the 2018 Indian Hindi language crime drama film, Sony. It's directed by Ivan Eyre and it stars Gritika Vidya Olen and Saloni Batra. So. Take your time. If you want to um, listen along next week, give that one a watch and um, you can join in on the discussion for that next week. I'd like to thank you for sticking around as usual, having a listen. Uh, yeah, if you like a sci-fi film and you, you want to have a ha give this one a watch and, and tell me your thoughts, I'd love to hear what you think about it and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Thank you.